Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. Help. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. Sure. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the seven-figure sales formula program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. All right. Are we talking about the three musketeers today? Yeah. No, actually, we're going to go into the threes, but it's going to be the three excuses. And you'll be able to identify with them way better than three musketeers because they're excuses that you use. (laughs) Hi, I'm Jeffrey Gittimer. I wrote the Little Red Book of Selling. I'd like to introduce you to my wife. Hello, Jen Gittimer, author of Sales in a New York Minute. And today I want to talk to you about, and Jen wants to talk to you about also, why are you thinking about something yet not doing anything about it? So I ask audiences, hey, how many of you guys want to write a book? Every hand goes up every single time. Because you think you have a topic or you want to tell your story, or you want to share your expertise. But the fact is, you haven't done it. So let's talk about the three reasons that you would put off writing a book, and then the fourth reason of what happens when you actually do. Yeah, and in episode 566 last week, we actually spoke about why every single business person, salesperson, entrepreneur, CEO out there really needs to have their own book and what it can do for you. So if you missed that episode, make sure you go back and listen to that episode because if you're like, well, I don't need a book, (laughs) you're missing out on episode 566. Yeah, and you don't need a book. That's bullshit because if you said, okay, I'm going to give you an instant book right now or a business card, which would you rather have? Which do you think is going to get you in the door and impress the hell out of a CEO who can give you a big order on a one-call close. So quit telling me I don't need a book. That's bullshit. Okay, so I'm going to tell you one thing that personally held me back, which I use as an excuse forever for writing a book, and that was my belief that I was not a good writer. This belief started out when I was young, like very, very young, and where I only got Bs on my writing things in school. Mm -hmm. And my mom 
who wanted me to be a good writer and had very good intention told me I was a terrible writer and that I needed writing help. And again, I'm not angry about it. She really had great intention and she thought that would be a way to get me to want to be a great writer was to tell me I was a terrible writer. But it made me want to not write. Right. Anyway, she sent me away to writing camp. That was fun. And over the summer when kids are supposed to have off and I was to come back a good writer. And actually, I really disliked writing even more after writing camp (laughs) because everyone who went to writing camp was already a good writer. (laughs) How ironic is that? So then when Jeffrey said, hey, where's your book? Aren't you going to write a book? What are you going to write about? And I'm like, no, I'm a terrible writer. I can't write a book. I just can't write a book. I'm a bad writer. And what I realized is that by writing and getting my thoughts clarified, you actually become a way better writer. The only way to become good at writing is to write. That is correct, madam. So much so, now my book came out, what, two, three years ago? Last night, for the very first time ever, Jeffrey said to me, and this was like the biggest compliment, not of our marriage, but... (laughs) Like, you know, it was a huge compliment. Wow, you're writing, Jen. It's actually pretty good. Now, listen, it could never have gotten good if it didn't suck at first. Okay, so if you feel like you're a crappy writer, great. Start writing, because honestly, if you feel like you're a crappy writer and you keep holding yourself back from writing, you're always going to be a crappy writer. It's just that simple. But in this day and age, You need to be able to communicate effectively. And the only way to do that is to start writing. People say, well, it's easy for you because you've written a lot of books. Let me explain something. You know me because I've written books. (laughs) And you can have that same reputation in the marketplace or you can be a sales guy that watches Netflix and drinks beer at night and feels like you're doing okay because you're making six figures. Well, let me explain something about your six figures. Number one, the first figure is one. (laughs) Second of all, you need to elevate yourself from the other people that are making six figures. Everyone in sales is making money. The question is, can you make money? And I promise you there's an elevator that's waiting for you and the book is at the top of the elevator. All you have to do, you can even take an escalator. That's how easy it is. You just step on, get to the top, pull your book off. After a bunch of work, it's work. And you're going to have to substitute some of the things you're pissing away your time on right now in exchange for that. But the bottom line is the opportunity is there. If you have an expertise and you have a desire, I don't care if you can write or not. So that brings me to the excuse number two that I hear people say, which is, well, Jeffrey, Jen, I I just don't have the time. I am so busy. I'm making sales. I don't I don't have the time. I got a kid. I got a family. I work hard and late. I got to wake up early. All bullshit. You have time if you want to carve it out. I can promise you this, huh? Don't you make time at Christmas to go shopping? <laughs> okay, so... Listen, I mean, Jeffrey, some people have already started their Christmas shopping, yeah, okay? I, you, I bought something today for Christmas 
as a gift for someone, and they saw I bought it for them, and now I have to give it to them before Christmas. Really? Yeah, something for Lisa. <laughs> so I'm just showing you or trying to tell you that you have it within you. It's a discipline, and you have to decide where that discipline is. Is it good enough? Is it strong enough? Is your desire deep enough to be able to make it happen? And if it isn't, no problem. Go back to what you're doing and don't become known well, and stay frustrated. That is the question, right? What do you make time for in your life that you really shouldn't be making and time the answer, for? Yeah, but you make time for anything you want to do. You want to go to a ball game bad enough, you make the time. You want to go to movies bad enough, you, you make the time. I think that there's an opportunity for every single diehard, you included diehard. Don't think I'm talking about other people. I'm talking about you. And when you put yourself in the position of, okay, I'm going to cross the Rubicon and I'm going to go to the other side and, and become a better writer, just hang out in Starbucks for half an hour a day. You're doing probably doing it anyway. And put yourself into that leadership position by documenting your thoughts. You don't have to write a book. Document your thoughts. Put it into some kind of semblance of an order, and that begins the process. Maybe it's a blog with an idea a day. Maybe it's a newsletter that you send out to your best customers. Maybe it's your thought for the day that you send out to your best customers. And then you do something called compile and edit. And you'd be amazed at what happens as a result of it. You don't have to be me. I wasn't me <laughs> until I wrote a book. And then all of a sudden, holy shit, it's me. Did you know when you wrote your first book that you had at least 16 more in you? No. Yeah. yeah. It took me four years to write the second one. <laughs> but I'm Going down that path. Yeah. No. So the final excuse I hear the most is, but Jen, who am I to write a book? Meaning... I'm not an expert. I don't have the expertise to, to write a whole book on something. I'll bet you do. I'll bet you have expertise that you have never identified because it doesn't have to be about sales. It could be about fatherhood or motherhood. It could be about your hobby. It could be about something that you really love. It can be about being a great skier, the top five Fly things. Fly fishing. Right. Tennis. Right. Gardening. Right. Uh, Shopping. Traveling. <laughs> okay, so you get the idea. It doesn't have to be about your job. It can be about your passion. And Now, if you want to use it as a calling card with, uh, you know, your prospective clients, you might want to make it relevant to the industry so that you are the expert in your field. Yeah, or you might want to find people that have the same likes and desires that you do. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at. I mean, if, if you wrote a travel book and sent it to me, I'd read it because I love to travel. So I think there's another factor here. When you begin to write, what I have found is that writing helps you clarify your thought. And so when I take something, and you've told me this for years, Jeffrey, insider secret over here, Jeffrey has told me, don't just write something, write it and then sit on it for 24 hours, look at it again, edit it, then walk away from it, come back to it, review it, edit it again. Like you don't just like write it and now, okay, you're done. That was it, you did your thing, right? And for me with little patience, I never wanted to do that. And recently I've been doing that 
all the time because I have found that it actually works. Correct. <laughs> I hate to say that, but it's true. And so when you begin to write, even if you're not the expert, it will help you become the expert because now all of a sudden you're clarifying your thought and thinking deeper and asking questions and figuring out what you need to know in order to become the expert. So let's take a concept. Yeah. The second most well-known meme or sentence in America is... What's in your wallet? That's correct. First is give me 15 minutes and I'll save you 15% at Geico. Second is what's in your wallet. Now, you can play on that and not violate anybody's anything. Let's say you're an expert at travel. What's in your suitcase? <laughs> you're an expert at shopping. What's in your pocketbook? What's on your laundry list? And what's on your bucket list? Ask me a question that makes me open up the book cover to find out what's inside. What's in your drinking water, if you want to be that kind of a person? I can tell you what's not in my drinking water. Right. Fluoride. <laughs> okay, now, the challenge, though, is to spur yourself with your own thought process and your own ideas. I can't write it for you. Oh, we can help you if you want to come to one of our writer's weekends, and we can flesh it out and get you pretty much rolling with a title and a subtitle and a table of contents. But That's what I really like about the writer's weekend is that they leave with a plan. Yeah. You know, and so when you have your table of contents, now you know exactly what you need to create. But you know what? Let's talk about that in the next episode. What do you need in order to Is get this your a book? Cliffhanger? Yeah. <laughs> what do you need in order to get your book rolling? We're going to give you those things, the, the what you need to get your book started. How's in that? The mean, yes. In the meantime, go to the bookstore between now and then and pick out what you'd like your book to look like. Yeah. Inspire yourself. Ooh, are you telling people to start visualizing? Yeah, visualize the outcome. How woo of you. Well, I'm <laughs> just one of those kind of guys. I'm, I like shoes, I like clothes, I'm kind of girly. Listen, if you want to come to our Writer's Weekend, make sure you check the link in the show notes. Click to apply. We would love to talk to you about it. Until next time, I'm Jane Gittimer. I'm Jeffrey Gittimer, challenging you to go to the bookstore, get a Starbucks, get a donut, even if your ass falls off. Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, given you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day. So you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See, See you, you next, next week. week.